Yo, what's up team? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we sat down with Gavin Matz. Gavin is a stand-up comedian from Vancouver, Canada. He's a super funny dude. Uh, he won SiriusXM's Top Comic. Uh, he's also been TBS's Comic to Watch. He has been featured on Comedy Central, on Just for Laughs, on festivals. And, you know, he's a headliner now. And he just came up and, and caught up with us uh, over his 25th birthday weekend. Uh, I was lucky enough to go see him at the Comedy Mix. Hilarious guy. Uh, deals with the crowd well. Can riff off the top. Has great written material and uh, he's down in LA chasing his dream and uh, to really become a household name in comedy so we think he's going to get there um we, he's taking all the right steps right now and I really enjoyed talking to him so we talked a lot about the comic industry um just about the entertainment industry what it's like being down there in LA what it's like being from Canada and, and how he writes skits etc etc so you know what check this one out if you're a fan of comedy or stand-up comedy in any way shape or form you'll love this one if you keep tuning into the podcast I really appreciate you guys as always please make sure you just hit us with a quick little subscribe quick little review or just dm us and be like hey listen you should get so and so on the podcast you should get this person on the podcast we want to get those headliners and those people that we feel are influential in our community and sometimes we miss people so help us out shoot us your recommendations we always appreciate you guys as always i know you'll love this one check it out yeah my man welcome back to vancouver how does it feel to be back in your homeland it's fine (laughs) It's, it's mediocre. It's the same as it was. It hasn't changed a bit. No, it'll never change. You're uh, you're born and bred, my man. New West, is that right? Yeah, I read I it mean, on Facebook, so I don't know. Yeah, I grew up in New West, Burnaby. I was born in Langley, so my God, every essence. You're white. Uh, lower mainland. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. for sure. And now you're out in LA doing your thing. I am. And uh, so you're just back here for your birthday. Happy birthday. Well, I, I'm not, I didn't plan to come back for my birthday. I, was just, I just ended up being booked at the, the club. And so like, it wasn't like, oh, it's my birthday. Can I get booked? It was just like the weekend. Oh, sweet. That they gave me. It was that, like, how, have you uh, headlined at the comedy mix before? I'm assuming. Uh, no, I never, I've never headlined a weekend, like a full weekend at a club. That's like like cool. a club, like a cl- like a club weekend is like, you headline is like forty five minute sets, and there's usually five shows like Thursday to, you know Saturday five one, five shows. Yeah, so it'll be like one Thursday and then two Friday and then two Saturday. That's usually, just how every club that's the format. That's of how it. they go. Yeah, for like the weekend headliner show. So I've never I've never done that before. So this is my first time. But okay. I, I've headlined shows and done like an hour, but I've never, not the full club weekend. So, so what is, is that called if they book you for a weekend? Is that like your... It's just, you, people you, just call it like the talk is just like, oh, it's a weekend. Oh, it's a weekend. Oh, where are you going this week? Like it's... Oh, okay. Yeah. I got you. So you're at a, you're at a level now where you can kind of get that. Uh, in Canada. In Canada. In Canada, I can get it. Well, that's perfect because that's where the money is, right? The, yeah. No, <laughs> not really. No, there's... Yeah, there's not as... Club money, I don't know. I think it's just like, depending on what you're doing, you can make more. Probably not here. Dependent on credits. I mean, I'm sure I could like, if I had enough of a fan base, I could push like do a door deal and you know. Right. Get like, you could get like five grand out of a weekend, but right now it's just 250 per show, flat rate. Yeah, but you know what, dude, like. No bonus. No bonus, no nothing. I mean, yeah, but I'm not pulling anybody in, but that's fine, I'm cool with where I'm at. Well. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool with where you're at too, man. Like, it, you're 25. Like you said, happy birthday. Like, thank you. You, thank you, you. You really see, it really takes a long time. Like I'm a, I'm a fan of comedy, and I love to see comics. 
go through it. Yeah. That's why last night was really interesting. We'll get into that in a second. But like, I love to see the development and I love to see how skits get worked out. You know what I mean? And, and, and just see them grow and, and tweak things and like whether that's like tone of voice or whether that's like changing up their timing and shit like that. So I love to see that grow, but it takes like, I don't know, 10 years. Some people have been in it for so long. Yeah, some people should quit, but uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's comedy is hard. It's like you, there's no like blueprint for a career in it. Yeah, there's no, there's no like there's no like guidebook. You kind of just like, people are like, how do you do comedy? I'm like, you just start. You just go grab a you mic. Know? Yeah. I mean, I started accidentally. Like, I didn't really start accidentally. I just like, I assume we'll talk about this. Oh, so I'll just go in. That, see that? How see I that? naturally. I, I got you. I like went into it easily. <laughs> if I didn't mention. Yeah. If I didn't mention that. Yeah. Like, people would just be like, holy shit, he's good in an interview. Damn, he's nice. But sometimes I'm too introspective. I like it. But yeah, you're uh, all introspective on stage too. I love it. Anyways. Yeah. I like to take beats and be meta and just. Super meta. I, I mean, it's like. You know, okay, yo, I, just be aware of the there's the, of what's going on in this situation. Yeah, like I, you're not some comics play dumb. Yeah, there's there's no wall. I think it's like a collective. Each set is like a collective journey with the audience. Wow, that's pretty meta. Yeah, I mean everybody's there, so it's like this thing you have to go through together. Like I know it's just comedy and it's just like a set, but it's like you're you're supposed to everybody on a journey, and then it's done, and then you just release. And you go. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a sweet thing. It's I like, mean, if you think about it, stand. if you think about it as like an art form, you're like, you know, yeah. like, I don't know if people will ever remember me. But it's like, at least they will remember like the feeling they had. At that time. Yeah. During the show. Wow. Wow. Because sometimes people won't even remember your name. After. Yeah, like, like you guy. call me Matt and shit. Like yeah, you, that was hilarious. Yeah, and you did it earlier too. Did I do it? Earlier? Yeah, you That's called me Matt kids. earlier. Yeah, so people will just, but it's like I get it. It's like a two people say two first name thing, but oh so god. sometimes I was people so nervous when I said that DM. I was like, oh my god, he. Didn't oh, respond. I didn't even care. People, people. Oh my god, people always. Uh, I was, I was about to cancel it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my god. People do it a lot, but it's. I it, hate that. But it's fine. So like, people don't remember your name. They won't be like, you know, they won't follow you after shows. But you know what the thing is? Is like. If I talk about you, I'll say Gavin Matz. I won't say Gavin. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, like you're a figure now. Like, you're not, <laughs> you're not a first name person. Like, if I was like, oh, yeah, I was hanging out with, I was hanging out with Joe. And you're like, who the fuck? Oh, sorry, Joe Rogan, my bad. We're like, we're homies, so. Oh, know? cool, you know yeah. Joe Rogan. Like yeah, that. like, exa- you know, like, no. It's like when somebody's <laughs> like, they like bring up like, Seth, and you're like, you Seth, Seth. Rogan? Like, why yeah, would like, you? You don't know. I know you don't know him. Yeah, no, of course not, right? Yeah. So when I talk about you, I'll be like, oh, Gavin Matz. And oh, I'm a like, figure. Yeah, you're a, like, like, I got to update my like, Instagram. You need, like, request that verification. I, 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 uh, I'm going to wait to send in the application for the blue check. I want at least, like, I think it's bad to, like, not, you have to have at least, like, 10,000 followers before you have it. Dude, I know we've had, get, Kajan, sorry, Kajan, I'll put you on blast right now. But oh, shoot. He's, uh, he's verified. He's got like, I don't know, eight, 9,000 or something like that. I remember seeing that and being like, what? He's a UFC fighter. Oh, that, I mean, that's fine. That's yeah. enough. Yeah, but you're on Comedy Central. So, a digital. Dude, I don't give a. Dude, who, no, you're on Comedy Central. That's like, that's yeah. it. That's like, yeah. even if you played in the NBA. So, like, like, I play and train and coach basketball, and I coach with guys that have had 10 day contracts uh-huh. in the NBA. First thing they show up, oh yeah, this is uh, this is um, this is Greg. He he played in the NBA. 
It's the same thing. Like, yeah, you got a, you got a digital, but like, dude, you're on Comedy Central at 25 with like, that's unreal. Yeah, it's, it's good, but it's just like, what's next? That's how my mindset is always like, I don't, uh, it's such a like, doing comedy is such like a, it's like there and gone. So it's like, you always have to keep being like, keep delivering. Cause there's no way to make money unless, unless you're you, like, unless you're pushing yourself into money. Yeah, there's no residual income in comedy. Yeah, unless like, unless you sell. There's like a series, you can make money off if you get your comedy played on Sirius XM. Right, 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 right. Like that's how a lot of com Canadian comics make like their living. Yeah, crazy. Um, but yeah, there's no like, no. There's no like, you know, you don't get a weekly money. check from comedy. Yeah, first <laughs> yeah, and the 15th doesn't Yeah, you gotta be funny exist. and get booked. Yeah, that's hilarious. So, so let's double back here. We're talking about the comedy mix there, which is iconic. If you don't know what the comedy mix is, go go Google it, pause the podcast, go back, keep the podcast playing in the background. What am I talking? But the comedy mix is like, to me, I think is the, like the mainstay, the iconic Vancouver comedy club. Am I wrong? I, I mean, I think so. I mean, I, I started, my first set was March 1st, uh, 2014. So I'm like, I'm five years in like just now. You started at 20. I started yeah, two weeks before I turned 20. So you're 19. Yeah, I was like going to, I was going to like film school and then there are these uh, people that were like going to this open mic in the basement of Goldie's Pizza on Pender. <laughs> and uh, there was like an, at that time there was like an open mic there like three nights a week. Yeah. And so I went on the Wednesday with these guys to like watch them do the open mic because like I always wanted to do stand up. I just didn't know you could do it. Do stand up. Yeah, like yeah. nobody's like you, like there's no, unless you're doing it, you don't, yeah. you're not aware of how to do it yeah like I didn't even see stand-up live until like I was like I guess it was the day after I graduated high school I went and saw Aziz at the Orpheum and um what high school you go to New West Secondary Damn. I was there a couple days ago in the gym oh cool working out that's good that's good yeah it old ass gym yeah it's, it's old that building that, I think it's getting rebuilt yeah but yeah so I saw Aziz that was the first show I ever saw and he had an opener and it was Chelsea Peretti so this is like 2012 before she kind of blew up Brooklyn huh. Nine-Nine and yeah. stuff. And I didn't know there was an opener. But I remember seeing that show and I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to open for somebody. Yeah. And then I didn't do stand-up for like another year and a bit. So you just, it was just brewing in the back of your mind? Yeah, it was always kind of. Like I, I like watched so much comedy as a kid that I guess I was studying it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then uh, when I, w I went and watched this open mic at Goldie's Pizza, and then these open it was bad it was bad and i was like oh i can do this and then like that night i like uh i wrote five minutes or what i thought was five, five minutes. minutes and then i went the next day and just did the open mic uh, how'd it go i don't know bad it's fucking horrible like was there anybody there there was like four or five people i made my friend come with me shout out so you like tripled the audience or like upped it by 20 percent. yeah 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 exactly and he said it was funny and that i just i just like i can't i just after that i did it like every night or every night that i could so you went from nothing to watching it to next night okay i'm gonna go up there and do it yeah and then you go up and do it and then you're just like you're you're on yeah i was like oh i was like oh this is what i'm gonna do for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, I just like, I was just like, oh yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. It's like when you meet a girl, you're like, no, this, she's the one. Yeah, I was like, love at first sight kind of thing. Wow. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, I don't care what I'm doing in my life as long as I'm fucking 
doing comedy. You're going to be all right. Damn, that's super crazy. Did you always have this, um, you have this, like, your timing is very nice. You, you're not afraid of, like, dead space. Like, you, you kind of let the crowd's emotions run through a little bit. Like, you're not one of those, like, go up there and do a sing and dance and, and jump around and try to be funny. You're kind of like, you're very, you have a way with your words. Like, it's Dave Chappelle-esque in my mind. Like, I'm not trying to say you're Dave Chappelle, but like, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> not at, I'm not, at, I'm not at <laughs> like, all. Like, That's not even what I'm trying to do. I know, do. <laughs> like, I get it. I get, but he has this, like, he has this kind of like way of navigating words that's very, like, he takes his time. He's not panicked or rushed or anything. He's just here and he'll deliver when he wants to deliver. Yeah. Um, I think silence is, is more important than the laughter. Like, how does that make any sense? Like, what? like, I think this, I think the best comics like that I like and respect, they like can sit in pockets. Like, I think it's important to sit in pockets and breathe and yeah. like, because I think the audience is always on edge whenever somebody's on stage. So you can't like, you don't want to like, like it's easy to lose them. But if like, if you show like how comfortable you are yeah. and you like allow the silence and allow them to catch up with you, because I know where I'm going to go usually. Yeah. Sometimes I don't, but like, I usually <laughs> know where I'm going to go. Yeah. And so like, if they're, if they're like, if I if I just embrace that silence, then I feel like they trust me. And then when I get to the end, it's always like better than it would ever be. Right. If I was just going through things, because it should be conversational. And in a conversation, there are that pauses and there's there's time to breathe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some comics will just get up on stage and just be like, like welcome so and so to the stage, and they'll they'll walk on, they'll grab the mic, they'll sit down, and be like, so like what's up like. You know, and they'll give that kind of like pause. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, that's different than like, I don't know. There's some comics they just go up and they're like act, 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 act. Yeah. But I do think it's like a conversation. So it's like they're not saying they shouldn't be saying anything back to you. I mean, sometimes people do, but it's like they should be thinking something or saying something to the person beside them. Right. And reacting so that it is like a conversation, so that they feel. Yeah. They feel like they're in it with you. Yeah. And like the crowd, the crowd's usually warm, obviously, like in your, like you were headlining last night. So I went out and saw Gav oh, last night. Yeah, Zainab right? is opening and she's a headliner. She's, yeah, she's a murderer. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, she, she killed. She's, yeah. The following, following, she's like, Zainab Johnson is like, I mean, watch her late night with Seth Meyers set. Yeah. Like, she's here. She's like the, she's like a series regular on a new Amazon show. Yeah. That's why she's in town. Like, she, I, for my first headline weekend, like, I shouldn't be following her. <laughs> You know, like it's a, it's, it's, I don't know, man. But it like put pressure on me to like, but it know. also worked extremely well. Yeah. Like the crowd was warm as hell. Yeah. Plus, you don't want like, it's just like a, a lineup of, you know, each unique perspectives, right. I think is good than just like three of me. Like if me and you, be and terrible. then another guy that looked like us again. Yeah. Some white guy with short hair. Yeah. With, a hoodie. It's just like, it's just, it, that yeah. sucks. You're all, yeah. You're going to, you're all going to have fucking, I don't know, puzzle jokes. Yeah. Because that's what we do, us white folk. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, last night you came up on the stage. So yeah, I went out and saw you last night. I thought it was an amazing show. My girlfriends were dying. Um, the crowd was dying. Just, it, was, it was definitely a good atmosphere. And like the MC killed. Who's the, who was the MC last night? Patrick Malia. Yeah, he, he's I, a great. He's he a killed. great. He's I, like, as a host, he's like. 
Oh, money. He, I, I don't know what you call it in comedy, but like he riffed off the crowd, right? And he just like asked questions and, and to different people. Yeah, he's would, like the perfect make, person for and it. And he just made like stupid, like really basic shit funny. Like, oh, like, oh, you guys are dating? Like, that's cool. How long have you been dating for? Like six months. And he'll just like go off on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he'll tie all three of his conversations together and like all of a sudden, boom, he has a closer joke, like out of thin air. Yeah, that's like an art form. That's so crazy to me. Yeah. He killed. Zainab came up. She killed. You came up. And the, the crowd was already, like, super warm. And you just started, like, going. Like, there was, no, there was no pause. There was no nothing. And when you first initially came out, like, I don't know if the crowd knew you or not. Like, I, I didn't know. Like, I was, like, like, I knew you. And I was, like, looking around. I was, like, okay. Like, and some people have been saying your name and stuff. I was, like, is this, like, I didn't know if you, like, had people that were there, like, for you or just people that were coming out and seeing like I couldn't tell I don't I don't know I think, I think in, it was a mix I think in that club like that's like my home club like yeah. I'm definitely most comfortable on there. that stage yeah. than anywhere um like I mean that's where I've like became a comic essentially yeah. so like I know that people have seen me so like I don't like to repeat material but for the headline set right, you know, right, like right, you right, got right, to right. you know you're being paid Right. And so that sometimes in my head I get nervous there, but I don't know how many people were there because I kind of like just jetted after. Yeah. But I wish I wish I had like the you know I wish I stayed and like talked to people more. Yeah, for it's sure. The tough thing about it is yeah. to like hang out after, and it seems like self-serving. It's really weird. Like I, I, it caught me off guard the first time I saw comics do it. Like I, I probably go to a comedy show like once a month or something like that. Like mm-hmm. I, like I fucking enjoy comedy. I like the art form of it. I think it's dope. Um, but a lot of times clients will like come out after that's hilarious what was that I don't know I someone's don't know. phone and someone's shit. On, on, uh, on Instagram um, anyways so someone would like come off after yeah someone's like watching something this, anyways okay go ahead <laughs> um, someone would uh, the comments would like get off stage and they would just like walk right next and they'd go to the door and like try to sell CDs or like t-shirts I know I mean I mean it's I think it's important to do that but it's also so hard to do because you feel like you're you just feel like you're selling selling out but it's like I mean it's like maybe people would remember you more that way or I like the mystique of it me too I mean I mean the goal is to have somebody that can like like I have my own merch and shit but I don't sell it yeah like if i i will one day maybe if i ever get to like a level where i can pay somebody to do that for me yeah but just to like go out and be there it seems like seems like kind of corny yeah it seems a little corny and but then it's like uh, everybody does tries to sell shit but sure but then for the common fan who's like maybe never been out to a comedy show or only like goes every once in a while and they've never seen that before you're like why are you selling your shit like i don't know it just but literally every place sells merch yeah like, I mean, like, every place sells merch. Like, self-hired has merch. It's Good like, point. You know? It's yeah, like, why? Yeah, yeah. I'm a business, too. Yeah. Like, I have to make more money. Like, right. this is a way for me to make more money. And it's, like, also, like, people do want to support you. And they don't know how. But it's like, oh, if I have this thing, if I have this CD or I have this T-shirt, that's a way you can help me more if you really, uh-huh. you know, liked me. Like, yeah. you can't just be like, hey, PayPal me. Like, I would yeah. love that. I would yeah. love to get, like, tips. You can't have, like, a GoFundMe. Like, I don't get a tip, you know? Yeah. Like, you're going to tip the server. You're not going to tip yeah. me. There's no, like, jar. Yeah, there's no tip jar there's... for me. <laughs> if there was. I... I've had somebody pay me after a show. Like, I had somebody came, come up to me after a show, and they gave me $100. Damn. And I was like, I'll never forget that person. Because it was, like, crazy. at a time when I, like, needed $100. Yeah. Damn. And I didn't want to take it. And they're like, no, please. Take it. 
Cause they, yeah, because they know comedy. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like, I mean, most people are getting free tickets anyway yeah, 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 to that yeah, club, yeah. you know? No, They're papering the room, like... No, 100%. I'm not like a draw. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. That's just crazy. That's amazing. There's fans up there and stuff like that, man. Well, no, listen, it seemed like, it seemed like, listen, the, the crowd was behind you last night, except for that one fucking person. I don't know what's to do with them. I mean, I can't see at that club, like, oh, yeah, usually in comedy, like, you can't see past the first row and then the second row you can barely see. Right. So when anything's going on in the crowd, you kind of would have to go like this, yeah. but I don't really... I don't really like do that ever. Yeah. Like I don't, don't go like, I don't peer out. Like yeah. I could go step on the edge of the stage and look out. But but yeah, when you have people heckling, it's like it's like you're kind of just responding to like their tone. Right. You know, like cuz well, there's different tones in hecklers like like anything is a heckle really. Anything you yell out is a heckle like cuz it interrupts my timing. Yeah, it fucks your uh, It's so thought. so you're so it makes me mad cuz I'm like I'm trying to there's more you people, like, because you're you being, act. yeah, if you're saying something, it's selfish. Yeah. Like, to me, because I'm like, there are other people laughing, and, like, it's different if I'm bombing. If I'm bombing, I'm like, go, go off. Like, <laughs> you know, rip, rip into me, but I'm not. Like, I know when I'm not. Right. Like, I know when I have a crowd. Yeah. And they're on my side. Like, last night, that crowd was on your side. Yeah, I just came out. I tried to front load likable jokes yeah. and then try to get into darker material. Darker material. Like, not darker, but stuff that people would be like, that's edgy, and it would, yeah. and like setups throw people off. Right, right, right. Um, like, as mixed, mixed, you know, mixed direction. Right. Or right. misdirection, sorry. Mixed direction, that's not the right word. But yeah, that crowd was crazy. So the heckle is like, because originally what had happened was I had this joke about puzzles. I did that at the beginning because it's like an endearing joke. Okay. So after that, the crowd definitely trusts me. Yeah. And um, I can say whatever I want after that joke because it's a proven joke. I know it's good. Yeah. But this girl interrupted when on, I said uh, how, how long it took me to do the puzzle. That's when she, like, she yelled out, I was wondering that. <laughs> so that interrupted me and I was like, and then I had a response to her. And then another girl jumped in and was like, don't shush don't shush a woman. But I'm like, it doesn't matter yeah. if it was a, anybody. It's a voice. It's a voice. Yeah. And then I was like, why don't you, I said something about being quiet, made a joke about that. Yeah. And then she was like, we, we, I'll shut up when you're relevant. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. Which I is, literally couldn't believe that. Which is like, I don't understand. To a headliner. And it's like, you're proven. Like you have credentials. Like you've won fucking contests and awards. Like you've been on, like I, yeah, whatever. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I, I just I want to I want to know what she thinks is relevant. Yeah. Well, yeah, she just hasn't seen you at like the pub in Surrey, so that's probably why she doesn't think. Yeah. So she said that, and then, and then, and then, like, yeah, we just went off on. I just went off on that, and I tried to get back into the the act, and then her boyfriend, I guess, said something. He said it's not funny on a setup of a joke, yeah, which don't. is like, yeah, it, the, the setup isn't funny. Yeah, it, yeah, he's like, don't pick up, don't pick on a girl. And you're like, <laughs> what? Like, how is that even? I couldn't even really hear. Yeah, yeah, I can't even really hear what they're saying. Right. Because I'm trying to speak and the, the, the sound system, I, they well, don't carry towards me. It carries out. Like, where were you sitting? Well, I, was, I was in the second row. She was behind me. Okay. So she was behind me. So I heard her like super prevalent. And I was just like, and like, she was obviously drunk. Like, I could hear the whole show. Like the whole show, she's just like, 
Just like, you know, those people that are just like in conversations and they just talk louder than everybody else. Yeah, it's just like disrespectful to like- Ridiculous. The, yeah. And like, I mean, like, I don't know what you like to do on a Friday night, but like, I don't like to get drunk and then go heckle. Like, and like, I even like, I like a good heckle. Like, I like if you, if like, if they're bombing, like you said, and like someone has a good joke. Yeah, and like, there are funny heckles. Like, there are some things you can say and then like i think it's funny yeah you know like and then you would like acknowledge it or no like of course yeah, of you know. course you i mean you have to acknowledge what's going on in the room yeah. otherwise you lose the crowd but like this these people were like they were not on board and the whole crowd was on board and they ended up getting kicked out and then like the whole crowd just booed them oh we wanted blood son they booed we them i've never blood, seen that son. before like everybody booed them uh this girl in the front was like, get those motherfuckers out yeah, of here. Yeah, that girl was legit. Oh, my yeah, God. That was, it was, in, it was insane. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, like, yeah, everybody's the, on my side. I was, dude, I was so nervous because right as she said that, that relevant thing, I was like, oh, fuck, this would go one of two ways. Well, I felt like sometimes, like, people, on a, they come to a late show and they're like, they're like on coke. Literally. Well, like, and I yeah. feel, felt like, and then I made the coke comment. I was like. He didn't like that. No, because he, he was on coke. And, and you can't go to a comedy show, be talking, and be on cocaine. Like, I can't see you. There's 200 people in the room. You're talking. In my head, you're like, you're on coke. I'm going to say you're on coke. I'm going to embarrass you. <laughs> Even if you're not on coke, if someone's like, are you on coke? You get You're like, no. Oh, what are you talking about? I'm yeah, exactly. Coke? So yeah. I just told him, I'm making 250 for the show. So I was like, that's yeah. how much you spend on coke. Yeah. You're a like, week. Yeah, a week. And then I said... And then I paused, and then I said, sometimes fentanyl has positive ben, outcomes. Or some shit like <laughs> and that. I said it has positive outcomes. Positive outcomes. Which My is, God. And the crowd laughed, too. Like, oh. I just wanted to... Yeah, the girl in the front was like, kill her. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, anyway. it's wild. it was wild. This is, like, one of the most insane, like... 10 minutes of my comedy ever but dude you handled it so well i was so impressed like dude like yeah you like you killed your actual material and that's like one thing and like it sucks because like that takes away from my actual material yeah because it's like it's such an in the moment thing where it's like that'll never happen again so yeah. the audience is like oh man he, he's but it's like but yeah but my material would have been better if that had never happened right Oh, I don't know, man. But it's like now it's a story. Yeah, now like, it's now like, it's a story. Like I'm telling everybody about that. Yeah, like people. Yeah, like people hit me up like in the DMs, being like, "That was crazy. That was so crazy, man." And like, so what I want to know is that so you go through so the timeline in my mind is like essentially like your uh, your opener kills the crowd's super warm, crowd's super on your side, they're loud. You know, it's a Friday night crew, which is like not a good night in comedy, right? Like essentially, because everyone's got work that day. Yeah, the, so the Friday early is usually like the worst show I find. Right. Because it's like people just, they like rush from work. To get there. And then they're like, you know, people, you're tired, you just started to drink. Yeah, you know? you're not really drunk yet. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. The late show is like people rested, they got ready, and they had a couple drinks. Showered, had dinner. Which is like, you don't need to, drink to enjoy comedy but like in this setting it's like it's like a level of looseness yeah yeah, yeah. so it, it's a dark room it's dark so that like nobody can see your face like you can laugh at whatever you want the, yeah oh, the shit, alcohol kind of like loosens you up yeah so sorry you're there it goes through you kill like i don't know the first like 20 minutes you're set 30 minutes you're set that happened like i mean they first heckled it like eight i listened to it already in like yeah eight minutes and they were gone by like they were gone by like minute 16. Oh, no way. I thought it was longer than that. Yeah, so that was like, that was at the beginning of the set, like. Crazy. And then it's like, well, I use, 
uh, I had to stop doing the puzzle joke. You know, that's like, yeah, cause you, yeah. and then in my head it's like timing. Cause it's like, I don't do 45 all the time. Right. So I like, my set is like mapped. Right. Like, yeah, there's room for things, but right. it's like, my set is like, I like wrote it out. And it's like, an act. Yeah. It's, yeah. and if, if I lose that, then I got to move on. Like you can't go back into a joke. It's hard. Right. Like I even tried last night. I was, was like, it? I even said that in the moment. I was like, I can't go back and do that joke because yeah. you can't. So you were like, yeah, because I'm going to do it and it's not going to work. Yeah, because they're not in that mood. Yeah, because people are like, you know, people say they want to hear it because they're being supportive, but it's like, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. But you know what? So you stumbled through that and you got through that. And I was like, once the, once the crowd just wanted blood, I was like, all right, cool. I was nervous for like, I don't know, it was like 30 seconds. I was like shaking on my boots. I was like, oh no, this could, this, like, this could go bad. Yeah. This could go bad. We, everybody just had to settle in once they left. And, it was, and that was like totally fine. I love how you just like came back and you're like, yeah, so like puzzles. And then you were like, and the crowd fucking loved that. Like everything you said, the crowd thought was a joke. And like that to me is like, like, I didn't even know if you were trying to be funny. And you were like at the end of it or in the middle after that little altercation or whatever, you were like, yeah, like, I don't think you guys understand like how hard it is to be funny after you just like have to kick out somebody. And, yeah. like, and the whole crowd was like, they loved it. Yeah. It's like you delivered it in a way like I just said it right there. It's not funny. Like, but you killed that. Yeah. I don't know how it's just like that. an insane thing to be like, it's just insane to be like, have somebody you kick somebody out and you have to do it in a funny way. Yeah. And then you also have to like keep the crowd's trust and then continue back into material. And you're like, oh, I got, I'm, I got 30 minutes left. Yeah. You know, like I'm 15 minutes in, I have 30 minutes. I don't know what could happen in, in the 30 last minutes. 30 minutes is a long ass time. Fuck. This is 40, this is 45 minutes set. That's like, there's no commercials. Yeah. You know, there's no, yeah. like people's like, like attention span is not even that long. Yeah. So like I could lose somebody quick. Really quickly. But you kind of just have to stay present and then in the moment. Yeah. And then just like keep, you know. I mean, that's when the material is like important. So did you mean that as a joke? I mean, yeah, but I mean, I mean, I mean seriously, but I'm just on stage. So I'm like, okay, because you it, killed that. Because it's like a true feeling. Yeah, because I was like, because I was putting myself in your shoes and I was like, he's like, oh, no. I was like, I told my, I was like, yo, Tracy, he's being honest, like. He's just being honest with the crowd and they loved it. Like, how the fuck do you, I don't know. I, it's just like, I mean, B. Arthur, uh, my, <laughs> yeah. my favorite golden girl, uh, she, said, she, says to be, she said to be an exposed nerve. Right. So like, I mean, I think you can relate that to anything, but it's just be an exposed nerve, just be open, right. open to change and like open to what, you know, because no, no, nothing's the same. Right. It's going to be different each time, even if I'm telling the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, totally, man. I want to jump into a little bit of like your, I don't know how you call it, but like your persona or your image or how you've crafted that. Because when I think of different comics, they all have different lanes that they've essentially made, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all the great ones have made their own lane. And you have like uh, the MC last night said, you know, I've known Gavin uh, for a long time. And, you know, just as an amateur, you could see he was going to be successful because he had a style, right? So you have this kind of cadence to how you deliver mm-hmm. and even how you present. Like, you're always on, you're, like, you're always, you're always cozy. You always have a hoodie on. You're always, like, very relaxed. At no point am I ever, like, in the audience and I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, this guy's going to bomb. I'm always like, oh, no, he's super comfortable. Like, I feel comfortable. Like, just the fact that you come out there and you're like, I don't know how or how to describe that. But you've built this like persona around you. Where, like I just kind of have trust. 
mm-hmm. as a consumer or as an audience member. And I, I'm just like, I kind of just like, at that point, I just sit down in my chair and I'm like, okay, like, let's go. You know, how did you build that? Or was that like, did you consciously do that? Or did that just come into? Um, I, I conscience, I, I, I like, I thought about it when I started that I was like, I looked at who I liked at the time and what they were doing and you kind of like mimic them for a while. Right. But um, I always saw it as important to be comfortable on stage. So at first I wasn't, but I would just like, ever since I started, I forced myself to like act like I was. Right. So like put on that I I didn't care. Yeah. So for like, I think like my second year, I mean, five years is not long time to be doing stand-up. Like people are like, you know, they've been doing it forever. 15, so, but, yeah. but, but my second year, I didn't do like any material. Like I just would go on stage and would be like, and I would just like riff. So like a whole year I spent doing that because I, for, I think it was out of, partly out of arrogance. Really? Cause I think I had a, like a hot start and then for a while, and then I would bomb a lot. And really? then I would just like not, I would just be like, I don't care. Like, and I would f- figure it out. Like, and people were like, they would like, I mean, there's nobody like famous in Vancouver in the comedy scene, but there's a right. lot of shows. But people would like, thankfully, like everybody that booked the shows would like, they would book me even if I didn't do well. Hmm. You know, so, so I would just keep, exper- I just experimented. You're like, I have, I have a next at bat, so I'm just going to keep going. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I, yeah, I just like, I would go to every open mic, you know, do every show I possibly could. The comedy mix started, I got to do like, I was like a year in when I got my first like middle weekend. Mm. So like you get 20 minutes, you're a year in, you're gonna like mm. find some, you're, you know? Yeah. I just, the, the amount of stage time I had, I was able to like become comfortable like so quickly. Damn. So you really, for a year, you just went out with no material. I was like, I was like, I was, yeah, but it was not good. Like, what the fuck? like it was bad. Like I would just bomb. But yeah. like that's in my head. I was like, oh, that's how you. That's how you get. That's how you get better. Yeah. So you're just like, like the more bombs underneath my belt. Yeah. Like I didn't, I tried to just always have new material and like new ideas. Cause like, it's all just like, it's all premises are is like, it's all a setup is, is just like, it's like a thought you had and then you write that down and then the punchline is just backing up that thought and you have a new thought every day. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to write down all these thoughts. And then when I do a set later, I'm going to, I'm going to do all this shit. Right, right, right. Okay. And then I just never kept, so I have like notebooks of like, of course, just endless. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your process like? Like you're like, how, how do you come up with jokes? I mean, now, now it's like the same. Now it's like the same way I used to do it, but like I'll sit, like I'll wake up in the morning and I'll just free write for like 20 minutes. Really? And then, uh, and then out of that, I usually find one thing and then that goes into a different notebook where it's just like, like more thought out ideas. Yeah. And then eventually that turns into a joke. Like, like I have this joke now that like, um, it was in the comedy central set. It's the, it's the anti, the anti-vaccine joke. I came up with that like two years ago, but I never really did it until August. Right. And then in in August 2018, before I moved, I started to make that like funny. Like I just read it and I was like, oh, this is how this is how this is going to work. Right. It just came to you. Yeah. Like, so right. I think eventually you just need like I allow myself to have like time and space uh, from uh, jokes. Right. 
get, get yourself removed from the thought and then you, revisit it. Yeah, you kind of have to let it like cultivate. Mm-hmm. Brew. Yeah, so that like you come back at it with a different perspective. Right. It's and, like when you're like working on anything, it's like eventually you get tired. Yeah. So you go and then you come back it's and you're excited about it again. Right. Now that makes sense. And you know, like the vaccine thing, vaccines came in the news again around that time, I think. Oh, it was like oh it's big... like they're back heavy now. So right. like, so like that came out on Comedy Central and I don't even like how I did the joke on it. But what? Yeah, I don't, I don't want to watch that set, but. Whoa, whoa, hold up. I like, because I'm like, well, because it's like, I shot that in January 22nd. And anytime I do something, I'm like a week later, I'm like, I wish I did it now because I'm better. But it's a good experience because I'm like, I see it and I'm like, it's good. And it's, and it's, I think it's already helped me a lot. No, of course it has. Like Comedy Central is like the biggest, I mean, what? Comedy Central, like what are the biggest names? You want Comedy Central, you want to get a special. I mean, it used to be HBO. Yeah. And, now, and like get a Netflix special, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's for stand-up. That's, for, for that, that's, you know, that's I want like, to do other stuff too, but like for stand-up, yeah. That's, that's the league. That's the NBA. Mm-hmm. That's the NFL right there. That's professional ranks or whatever. Yeah, but that joke, yes. I just, it just grew. Damn. Dude, can't believe you're not happy with that joke. That's hilarious. No, I'm, re- I'm really happy with the joke. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the joke. Yeah. I love doing the joke. Yeah. Um, I think that's like the kind of joke I always want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's my favorite kind of joke. Well, you're, like if, if I could, it, like that formula for that joke, um, uh, the setup for it is uh, I'm trying to figure out what I believe in. Uh, like I don't think you should get vaccinated. Yeah. Because 150 years ago, people didn't get vaccinated and they died yeah. at like 40. Yeah. And that's the setup. And then I back up the point and like, People who are like, they heard that, oh, you don't, he's an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. They, they get on edge. They're like, oh, what is he? And then I, and then I back up the point and then people will be like, oh, that's so true. I never thought of it like that before. Like, that's the formula of joke I want. It's like a thing that you think is negative and then I, you flip it on him. It's like a classic misdirect, but it's a misdirect of like feeling. Right. So you like that, you like that misdirect formula in a sense, right? Because you just like, in my mind, when I'm listening to that joke. And like, I've rewatched that quite a few times because it's fucking funny. And thank you. you know, like, it's, it is, bro. Like, I don't. I, when I, when guests come on here, I try not to blow too much smoke. Yeah, but, like, I'm a fan. Yeah, like, okay, like, thank you. Yeah, don't, like, don't don't gas me. I don't need it. Like, like I, <laughs> I'm a fucking fan. But it's like, so I watch that, and every time I watch it, because I like I like to di- like dissect things. I like to figure out the inner workings of things, and I'm always like, what is it like? What's the purpose of this? What's the purpose of this? What's the purpose of this? And I love, like, you literally go so far down one road. Because it's not just, like, sometimes setups when I'm watching. Like, I don't know dick about comedy. I'm just, like, I'm hypothesizing, yeah. essentially, where I'm like, okay, well, he, he had one line going down here. And then if, he was gonna, if that was going to be a misdirect, he would just kind of immediately go another direction. Versus, like, you went so far down one road, and then you just flipped it with lettuce. Yeah. Like, lettuce. Like, that's, like, I don't know, man. I don't know how you did it. I, it's cool. And I, I wish that I could uh, just continue to, to learn about that, but I don't know how you creatively create that. Like, so that started with the vaccination thing. And well, then it, well, then the lettuce thing happened in the news, where I was like, I think you, and then I, and I was like, well, that's killing. I was like, in my head, I was like, I was like, what, what's, people are dying from lettuce. Right. At the, in January, people were dying from lettuce. Right. And I was like, why is that? That's because we're not dying from other things (laughs) so i so it just kind of like i just said that on stage like that was just sometimes things are just like 
you have you know where you want to go with a joke and then just organically things happen around it and then in the moment you're just like have that knowledge right because you're like so used to how you do setup and your cadence and your delivery and timing that like it just yeah it just, just comes it just on. things just click which is insane but well through reps right like yeah reps right? yeah it's it's i mean it's like so much goes into it but it's the same people that are like conversationalists right like they can just carry a conversation regardless yeah it's right? just like free throws it's like steve nash yeah, every like, day 100 free throws it's like of course you'd reference steve nash i mean i love steve nash <laughs> i love steve nash too right? i love steve nash <laughs> he's uh he's from the island i'm from the island so that's our little our little bond i know his babysitter as a kid I don't oh know cool I, yeah. oh man really reaching yeah really well it's all everybody's bro. two degrees Dude, separation i'm gonna reach so hard yeah steve nash is the man and uh, and he's uh, yeah, a little little white kid from Victoria. It's hilarious. Uh, I know one of his coaches too, actually. Yo, Steve, you ever listen to this? I'm coming for you. Um, anyways, I consider you 100% like a. I'm not. I consider you. The world considers you 100% a professional comedian, and that is like just based off of. I mean, people will notice at this point, but you know, just because of the Sirius XM and because of you know, TBS and because of Comedy Central and because of, you know, just stages that you've been on and crowds you've been in front of, right? To me, that's what makes you a professional, right? But there's also a, a, a narrative or a, a thought of you're a professional because you've put the reps in. Now, I say that, like, those two things have to work in synergy where, yes, you have been in front of the, the stages and the people and you've had that platform and you've also put in the reps. Like, what you alluded to earlier is, like, yeah, there's guys that, like, have done this for 15, 20 years and should just stop, right? I, I mean, I should, I, but, I mean, I'm not talking about those people as, like, they're, like, I wouldn't say I'm a professional yet because, like. What? I mean, like. Dude. Until I'm, like, making, like, a solid living, you know? But, I mean, I yeah, think... Yeah, you're I full think, of shit. That's ridiculous. I, 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 don't, I don't know, because comedy is such a weird thing. You never, like, nothing's certain. Like, yeah, you get a late-night spot and that kind of thing. But then you're, like, it's just, it's just a constant what now. And then until you don't have that what now... Dude. Yeah, okay. Like, I like get it's, it. It's yeah. amazing. That's a great mindset. Yeah. But I disagree with you 100%. Like, you're, <laughs> there's a certain level that you're at, and once you're there, like... Yeah, you know what? You're, you're you'll be fine. I honestly think like you could if you could just if you just didn't do if you went to Bali for three months and came back, you could book shows and do sets. Like I like you're that type of funny. You have those reps behind you. You can just step on stage. Like, yeah, I, I feel like you're you're one of those guys. Or maybe you're not. I don't know. Do you get rusty if you don't get on stage for like a couple of weeks or a couple of days? Or um, how is that? Well, I've always just thought in my head that I would, so I don't, don't allow do myself. <laughs> well, also stand up is nice because like I mean in. I mean, I'm in LA now, which is like a beast to get to, but from Canada. But uh, it's like I act, I'll like go and audition. Oh, shit, yeah. Like, you know, it's pilot season. I'm, I've been auditioning a lot. And I'm like, I don't know how actors do it. Because Wait, all. Okay, my bad. Because like all they do is act. Right. So they, all they do is audition. So I'm, and I'm like, I get sucked into that world where I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, am I going to get a call back? Right. Um, how did I do in the audition? It drives me crazy. But like stand up, you just go out, and you can do it. So you get like this constant reset with like an immediate gratification. Mm. So like I kind of need that in my life. Like I'm addicted to it. Like oh shit. You know, like if I don't have if I don't have that, like if I don't do stand up for like two days, like I get depressed. No way. Like I get I get I get sad. Like it eats at me, which is why LA is hard because there's not that much there's not as much stage time. And more comics. 
yeah, there's more comics. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I, I 100% know what you mean. Like, I, I, I get weird if I don't sweat every day. Maybe that's a different thing, but it's still a dopamine hit. No, you know? yeah, no, it's the same. It's the same. Yeah. I got the same, like, adrenaline from, like, doing stand-up that I get from, like, you yeah. know, if you work out, you go for, like, a long run or something. Yeah, no, totally. And I, I'm, like, if I don't, like, every day, like, I'm such a bitch if I don't. Like, I'm just not, a, like, a fun person. <laughs> because it's, like, a good, it's, like, an immediate high. Yeah. And I don't like I don't like do drugs. Right. I, I drink, but like not, not really. really. And, Straight. And I just uh, I just need that. And yeah. if I don't have it, then it's like, you know. No, no, I get it. I get it 100. You said it's pilot season. Uh, I, what does that mean? Is when there should. Be- oh, that's like so like so like right now it's like it's like a month month and a half long season in like LA. Everybody goes out to LA. All the actors. And it's like, uh, so they're booking all the pilots right now. Right. So the pilot is like the first episode of a show. Um, and so before a network or anybody buys a show, like for cable, usually um, not for like Netflix or Amazon, they buy packages of shows in like tens or like they'll buy the, like they'll buy the first season. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So that they shoot the whole season. But right. like a network, they have like pilots. So like NBC comedies. Oh. So like maybe there'll be like 20 comedies. Yeah. Um, shot 20 pilots shot and like they're only gonna buy two right so pilot season you go out you do pilots you book a pilot you do that you get paid for the pilot and then you wait to see if it gets picked up if it gets picked up you know you, you do, go it, do se- it you go into a season yeah Crazy. so there's like a lot of work right now for pilot season it's tryouts baby yeah it's just tryouts right yeah Damn. so like so there are shows that are like have been made the first episode yeah which could be great but they'll never could also they'll never be made you know done. like yeah. they'll never that whole show will never be made they didn't get picked up that's crazy so like so you're obviously uh, a comedian first right yeah i would say stand up first but i always say that like i mean i write a lot like scripts well you've and, written for like 22 minutes or this rs 22 minutes yeah that's like a sketch show like but well, yeah like tv writing like i want to do like narrative and that kind of thing like i want to write like you don't are you working with bill burr with yeah, a, yeah, so that's crazy. Um, I'm not, um, I'm not for family. No, I'm not working with him yet, but he uh, he's doing a new show on Comedy Central, and off the set I did um, that just came out. He picked me to be on his new show. His right. so it's like another he like it's like another five minute set, Dope. and then uh, and then he like interviews you. Oh. But apparently, but he handpicked all of the comics that are going to be on it. So damn, Bill Burr is like one of the best. Like yeah, I mean, I mean, he's a, yeah, he's a he's, he's a current great. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if he's an all time great. Maybe he'll, I don't know, but he's. I think I think you kind of have to. I just don't know enough about comedy to like. Say yeah, that. I mean, everybody's list is probably different. Yeah, but like I think he's funny as hell. Again, we were talking before the podcast about podcasts, and like he like has a podcast that he just literally talks, talks into, into a mic. Yeah. And I hate that same shit, but like I think he's funny. Like, like yeah, even yeah, like yeah. he can just sit in a room and just go and like I'll listen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's pretty crazy for sure. So you're a comic, uh, a comic first, probably a writer second, but like you also have like barely naked uh, or oh the barely legal. That barely was legal, that rather. was yeah that was like a show that I was doing in Vancouver when I lived here. Right. I started it with my old roommate like three years ago. Okay. And we just like that's like a live stand up show. Oh, okay. In like a like an underground space, right? So, so like we cultivated like an audience for that, and like uh, just grew like a you know homegrown show. Like that's so dope. So like 
Are you trying to get into a little bit more of the producing? No, I, I just want to like, I want to write and act. So like people will watch a show and be like, oh, he wrote on that. Right. Oh, you should see his stand-up or his stand-up. This is his stand-up. He writes on that. Yeah. Or like, oh, he acts. He had a guest star in this show. You can cross. Oh, I liked him in that show. Who is this guy? He looks me up. They find my stand-up. And then it's like, and then I just like have an audience of where I can just like tour stand up and then one day like do theaters like I think that's everybody's goal yeah I think eventually you want to be like oh I can go somewhere do one night at a place sell it out and then I'm out like yeah that's pretty cool you know like that's I think that's the best way to like work out material you know Mm -hmm. like I I mean I have dreams of like getting past the comedy store and getting my name on the wall and like getting past the comedy cellar in New York and then like you know going there and doing spots and then like every weekend just going and doing a club, like it doesn't, you know? Right, I know, I get it. Like doing what I'm doing this weekend, but like, you know, Constantly. two weekends a month. Yeah, you know? on the road a lot. How do you feel about the road? A lot of comics think about different ways about it. I mean, I've really only been on airplanes for like two years now, so like I... Been on airplanes for two years, I like that. So like, so like I, I like it. Like I like, I like the feeling of going somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm to do jokes but I'm never like headlining I'm always like opening so it's like opening is great like yeah, there's not as much worry but I, I do I do like going to different cities like I love like New York Toronto Austin yeah. was wild last year San Francisco is a really good comedy city Crazy, there yeah. are places I want to go to you yeah? mm-hmm. know but I like it yeah but I mean I'm not I'm not at a level where I have to go to like some shitty place Fucking yet fucking bar yeah not like bar but like a club where you're like why do I gotta be in San Antonio? Like, right? Okay, no, I or, feel you for or sure. Or Indiana or something. Right. Yeah, and so do you want to like continue to do just for the time being, just cultivate more and more in LA, and like for like obviously you're from Vancouver, but like from what I get, it's not kind of the place you want to be or the scene you want to be in. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, uh, since I moved, I'm, I got a visa, a work visa, where I can only I can act right and do stand up. Right. Um, so I just want a writing job so I can like, you know, get money to get the green card and then just be there right. forever. And then, um, but yeah, that's what I want. I just want to be there, work on stuff, make money. And, and keep so moving I, forward. Yeah. LA is a weird place though, man. Like from in an in a actor or a producer or a comedian space, like, like you go down to like a diner and like your waitress is going to be an actress. Like it's like they're everywhere. And I feel like it yeah. makes such a weird dynamic, like socially, like everyone is constantly like. There's this ice cream spot that I like, where like, the guy who was working there was like for sure on a show and was funny in it. Yeah. But I just couldn't remember his like name. <laughs> but like, it's that thing where you're like, he's giving you ice cream and you're like, you, I like that. Like I like that, but I like that because I'm like, I'm like, you are out here doing your thing and you have to be doing this to supply well. for that. Right. Yeah. No, I feel that for sure. But I just feel like it's a weird dynamic, man. Everyone is like constantly looking at the, like, I feel like everyone's like more self-conscious in a way because everyone's so used to doing like auditions and things like that. Yeah. I think everybody's always looking for like an angle. Everyone's trying to be different or I don't know. Like it's, it's, I've, I've been, listen, man, I've been in LA like three times. Like I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about, but. Yeah. In, in LA, it's just like, what have you done? And then in New York, it's like, you know, there's like more of like, I think a respect for stand up. So it's like, 
you could like kill a set and then people will be like, yo, yo he killed. I, yeah, like yeah. I, but in LA it's like you can kill, but they'll be like, yeah, but who are you? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta be somebody. Yeah, that's crazy. So you, you say everyone's like, get to LA, get to LA. All the rappers are here, get to LA. The comedians are here, get to LA. But it's LA or New York. Like, I think it's a toss up. Yeah. Like, yeah, like there's, I mean, there's industry in both places. And, and I think like, yeah, I think yeah. there's industry in both places. But I think if you're going to act and, you know, write, you want to get a write on a show, you kind of have to go to LA. Okay, sure. So but what is... Listen, I mean, like you're on a platform right now or you're on a podcast right now where it's like we're trying to elevate people of the city, right? Because we, we see that, like the community knows that where it's just like if you want to get put on, this is not the place for you. Like it's, it's growing, don't get me wrong, but they're like, oh, I'll go to Toronto, I'll go to New York, I'll go to LA. All right, what, what made you be like, okay, I can't, I can't do this on the level that I want to do this if I'm in Vancouver? Well, I just always knew that, I mean, you have to get like, you have to be in LA to get like a late night spot or like you have to, you just have to be in the States. You have to be able to work there. So mm -hmm. when I won, when I won top JFL, the, the Sirius XM top comic, that gave me $25,000. Yeah. So I was like, I knew the visa is $12,000. I got the set from that showcase and I just like downloaded IMDb pro. I looked at everybody. Uh, I looked at like, I looked at comedians I liked and I could see who their manager was. Yeah. And I just cold emailed a shit ton of managers with like my, that set and a write up. And I was like, this is the money. I need somebody to sponsor my visa. And then like so many people got back to me like more than like, and they're like, I never reply to these. Yeah. But they just like, liked the set, like the set or like they liked what I had to say in the, in the write up. And then I went down and I met with people yeah. and I picked a manager um, and Damn. And he's like dope. He's like, he's like, you know, it's like a good company, and like, and he sponsored my visa, and then like that, and then, then he's, there. ever since then, he's like, he's gotten me all this, everything that I've really? done so far. Yeah. So when did you actually get to Atlanta? Like, what year? What? what well, I got, that? I got, I went to LA in September, and then my visa finally went through in October. Oh, September this last year. Yeah, it's 2018. What? Yeah. Oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much progress since then. Yeah, it's been. I mean, it's only been like six months, but yeah, it's good. Damn. Yeah, it's like, I can't complain. People are like, those suck. And I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Because uh, uh, I heard about you initially from the comedy store in like, I don't know, last summer, like I want to say like June, July. Oh, the comedy mix. Comedy mix, rather. Not the comedy store. Big difference. Um, and I was like, oh, like that's a dope local act. And then now I see you like in December, October. And I'm like, oh, that's a dope comic. Like that's, he's legit. Oh, that's cool. Like that's he's, cool. Le he's legitimate now. You know, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. not just like, oh, that's a cool guy locally. Like there's lots of cool artists locally and I'll like go out and support them because they do dope shit. But it's not like, he's not bona fide. And now he's bona fide, right? Again, that's why I consider you a professional. Yeah, I felt like, I felt like, I felt like I didn't ever get like, like some people did, but when I was like here and like, felt like I was being, I was like unique in like developing my voice. I feel like nobody like really like was like yeah. fucked with me. Yeah. But I think that's like a common case in Canada once like people only like pay attention once you leave. Once you made it. 100%. No, 100%. Nathan McIntosh, he's a comedian from Halifax. He has a joke about that. He's in New York now, but he has a joke about that, about yeah. Drake, about how like nobody cared nobody about. Nobody cared. Canada didn't care about Drake until Drake left. Was Drake, yeah. I think he did that on like late night or something. Nathan's funny. You yeah. look him up. Okay, dope. Super cool. Yeah, it's it's definitely an art form. And I wish there was more people around here that would like give recognition to that. And I wish that like what you did this weekend is super cool. 
because it's like a lot of people just will leave and not come back. Like they'll be like, oh, come, like, so the comedy mix oh, reaches out to Oh, I come back, I need money. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. a lot of people would just be like, nah, like I'm not. Yeah. I'm not coming back. Well, that's like my, like, you know, my home spot. Like, so the manager right. just texted me and asked, so. So, yeah, it's on that level. I get that. So, so you won Sirius XM's Canada's Top Comic, is that correct? It's like Top Comic, yeah. but it's, yeah, yeah pretty whatever. much it, that's what it is. And then I was watching, you, you went on some morning show the morning after or something like oh, that? Oh, yeah, I was like, I was like, that shit is like, they interviewed, it's dumb. Super stupid, right? Like, cause it's I'm like minutes. hungover, my, yeah. my skin is like dehydrated. I'm like dehydrated. Uh, I was up to like 4 a.m. partying. Yeah. And then you went and on. And then I go Good on morning, and just whatever. Like, and then they ask me dumb questions. Yeah. How does it feel to be a comic that won? Well, like, yeah. good. Like, I got paid, you know? Yeah. So people ask really dumb questions about comedy, but it's just because, like, they don't know anything. They'll be like, are you just think constantly thinking of funny stuff? It's like, no. Nah. I just yeah. like to live. Or, like, you get on a stage somewhere or you get on a, like, you hop up on a podcast and, like, oh, like, so uh, what's up, Gavin? Um, you're a comic. That's cool. Uh, tell a joke. Yeah, I, I honestly never do podcasts. Oh, shout out to you for coming on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, uh, yeah. Yeah. No. I usually don't. But you're super honest. I, I, usually, I usually don't. I don't. I just, like, I got to come on and talk about me yeah, and, then, and then be funny and then have people, like, you know, well, like not, respond to it. Is Not really. Like, it's like a license to be wrong. Like, you can also just, like, trash a podcast so easily, too. Like, it's not, like, one of those things where it's just, like, yeah, I did a podcast. It was whatever. It was a conversation. Yeah, but, you know, you got to come on here and be, like, I'm a fucking genius. Like, <laughs> and then people are watching it, and they're, like, who it is? Who the that? fuck is this guy? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, you know, they don't know. But you're, like, brutally honest about the whole thing, and that, what, that's what makes you you, in my opinion. Like, the fact that you're, like, last night like yo i made 250 bucks for this or like for this show and then you're like on this on the good morning whatever it was or today or i don't know what the fuck it was in toronto right and you're like and she's like how does it fucking stupid question i hate this question how does it feel to like win twenty five thousand dollars or what are you gonna do with the money and it's just like shut up and you're like oh like, i don't know like i have it in my pocket right now did you actually have it in your pocket yeah i had the check in my pocket ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have it. I don't know. I didn't know what I was going to do with it. Well, yeah. I kind of did, but this is just a dumb question. But did you get Gucci slippers? Did you make No, that, that was just like a that was just like a hilarious. thing I was saying as like a bit. I got it. I started a GoFundMe like in like 2015 or 16 to like get Gucci slip-ons and I got like 80 bucks out of it. Hell yes. But like if I did that now, like if I did the GoFundMe bit now, nah. like people would be like so pissed. Yeah, they'd be so mad. Because like I know people that have GoFundMes for like, you know, legitimate ailments and I'm out here trying to, I just, that's what I thought was funny. <laughs> yeah. Is like if I'm getting actual Gucci money. slip, I mean, I would, st I would do it again, but I would, ugh, it would have been so funny if it somehow caught on. Yeah. Because you're always like, oh, how can I go viral? Because I feel like nobody in, uh, Canada, like in Vancouver, at least they do. Nobody does like Twitter or like. Yeah. Nobody has Twitter. Instagram is like it's all the same mountains and garbage. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. No, I love it. The so. the um, the whole like if you go through uh, <laughs> your honesty, it's just so hilarious. Like I'm looking at your bio right on your website, and you're like, I know you say you're like about me in third person or something like that. And I always laugh because every time I see a bio, I'm always like, yeah, that person wrote that. Yeah, you like have to have a bio to send to stuff. And yeah. you're like, well, I, 
Nobody's gonna write it for yeah. me. Like are you gonna I, lie and say you have like a manager that wrote it to then send it to your mat, like the manager you're trying to get? Like it's like a facade. Yeah. Like you play on that so much. Like a facade of being from Canada, a facade of like just coming on and being a nerdy white kid. Like it's just like, yeah, this is the image, deal with it. Or like like you just you take things as it is and then and then spin it into like you don't even spit it spin it into like a false narrative. You just keep the narrative and, and make it funny. Like people will a lot of times in jokes will take something that's true or an experience or a conversation and then use it as a setup to just go a completely different direction with it. You know, like they'll, they'll be talking about like a dinner table and like and then they'll relate that back to like I like anal sex or something like that and, and make it funny and try to go this weird obscure route versus just like now you just take what it is and then flip what it is into it's still that same thing. It's just fucking hilarious now. Cool. And that's why like with that heckler where you're just like, yeah, I don't think you people realize like it's hard to be funny now. And then the whole, the place erupts again. And I'm like, I'm literally sitting there like, how the fuck is that funny? Like I'm laughing my ass off. And I'm like, how did you make that funny? Like I like just picture those words right there. And I'm like, I don't think you guys understand it's hard to be funny. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know how you just take reality without putting a goofiness on it keeping honesty and making it funny. Because I feel like to be funny, you have to put a goofiness on it. So that's like a new lane in my head. You know what I'm saying? It's just like a different perspective. And that's why that, I say that all to relate it back to like comedians that are good or great craft their own lane. And you're kind of crafting your, like an entire new style. Like I don't know another comedian that does that. You know what I'm saying? Like did you mirror your, your style off of another comedian? Uh, no, but maybe like you know is like a conglomerate of like of people, people i liked yeah. and i just like took everything i liked and that but i think that's how you do something right like i think you know i don't think anybody's ever like i don't think anybody that's like successful has ever just been influenced by one person i think they're like influenced by like you know a group of things a collective yeah and experiences I mean, that's what a genius is, is like someone that didn't get influenced, right? Like they just, out of nowhere. Um, but with that, like, I, like this is corny of me to say, but I, like, I literally see your style, like, is a Dave Chappelle style. Like, I see that little, like, you're just, how you navigate the crowd. Like, even last night, I'm watching you, and you're trying, so you just put out that Comedy Central thing, right? Well, the, we recorded it in January, it just dropped now, right? Yeah, it came out on Thursday. Right. Hilarious. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, so I know a little bit about how comedy works. And I'm like, okay, like now he's gonna have to try new shit out. So I was like super impressed where I was like, like you might have done one or two bits from that, but like you didn't go through and just do the whole set. And I was like, oh, he's probably just gonna do that. And I was like, well, he can either go that route or he has to just make a whole new 45 minutes up. And I was just like, there's no way he can do that. Like, there's, like that's so hard. To yeah, like, it like takes just so how long, long does it take you to get 45 minutes together? I mean, I mean, I mean, there are jokes that I don't do anymore that I tried and like, I don't, you know, right. And they're gone. But like five years, <laughs> I mean, I mean, if, when you're like, how long did it take you to develop your act to anybody? I think it's like, well, from when I started until yeah. now, yeah. even if they're on like their like third or fourth hour. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's everything until now. Right. Nah, but, so like last night, you had this. I mean, last night is just like, that's just like a, that's just like a show of like the work I've put in for 
five years. It's, a, it's accumulation of it's all that, It's just like a right? time capsule of... All right. Oh, and that's what makes you funny, but like you're, you're right. You, you had pots and spots where you're just like, so like um, gentrification and like the way, did you purposefully stumble into shit? And like, cause the crowd fucking loved it. Like you have this way, your narrative is like you stumble into things. Like it looks like you're stumbling and like I'm looking and I'm like, like just because of your pauses and your the way that you you time your breath work, I'm like, oh shit, does he have nothing to say here? And I like I, I kind of pop up on the edge of my seat, and then all of a sudden you just boom go right off into a bit, and I'm like taken back. Do you have like is that purposeful stumbling in a way? Because it kind of goes in with your whole narrative. Right? I think your it's just like style and like you know, where'd the hoodie come from? This hoodie? No, like the hoodie thing. Um, I like just like would always wear like the same thing like constantly right but that's because like I had like you know I just had like one zip-up hoodie so I just wore that and then I just like I just thought I would just keep wearing a hoodie and then I'm like feel comfortable on stage like I don't like like anything else I think I look dumb in <laughs> you know yeah. like I don't want to wear like if I wear a dress shirt I've done that sometimes it just doesn't that's not you it does, yeah because like I'm all I like I like mainly wear hoodies like in my life. I would be mad if you came up stage. Yeah, like shirt. like I wear hoodies in my life, so it's like it's I, I don't know why I should change. Like I don't wear suits, I don't dress up. Yeah. So I don't know why I would change that for stand up because it's just it's just me. So so crazy. Like when you make red carpet, throw I mean, a hoodie I'll on. wear a suit for sure. <laughs> I'm just saying. Bro. I would definitely wear a suit on a red carpet <laughs> if I was in a. In a movie or some shit, yeah. yeah, you got to. Oh man, I just I'll be like. I'll but see on stage, you. I'll like wear whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I like like see jackets you. and stuff. It's just kind of, in my mind also. It was like, it was like a New Yorky like. Yeah. It's like you know, like you know, sneakers and a, and a hoodie and like thoughts. Yeah. Like I was just like, oh, that's what I want to be, and then it's just like stuck because, I don't know. You've Gavin Matt. Uh, uh, hoodies yet? Like, can, can we buy them? No. Why not? Bro? I don't. That is a lane. Yeah, I Get mean that paper. Yeah, if what I do ever. You do? But you have to. You can't. I just don't feel right unless it's like somebody is selling those for me. I know a guy. And I'm like touring. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be. I have to be constant. I can't just have a box of hoodies with just like you. You're the only person that wants one. All right. Well, like if you make one, I'm, I'm buying. All right. It's just like I know a guy that makes hoodies. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, you could definitely brand that. Yeah, uh, I just love the Carhartts. Dude, shout out to Carhartt. Shout out to Carhartt. Work in progress. Literally, they're my favorite. This is my favorite hoodie. They make a good hoodie. What makes a good hoodie to you, bro? Like it's just like uh, like the material. It's like the thickness, but it like fits nice. Like it's kind of slimming. Right. You know the solid color. Like I like a solid color. Like I don't like. I don't like anything really on it. Like it's just yeah. a, just a solid. That's your style. That's what I'm saying. Like this is what you do. So you have eight different hoodies. It's all colors of the rainbow. They're all sol solid cut colors. I did have, have like a... I did have Roy G Biv at one point, but like I got rid of some. I I did. I had Roy, but like and then it's like a hoodie. And then when you go out, you have like a jacket you put over it. Right. Like I got like a couple jackets that I'll throw over it. Dude, Roy G Biv line. That's what it is. Yeah. That's like the, the come in 2020. Yeah. And then you just have a little Gavin Matz right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bam, bam. Like, just like that Carhartt's got. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. money. You're probably right. One day. That's the play. One day. Yeah. And so who's, who's um, oh, you also, shout out to Van City. 
you wore a Van City uh, hoodie on on those shows. Like you're putting like, do people really know you're from Vancouver? Like, is that part of you? Like, oh, that's the Canadian. I tell people that's where I'm from, but yeah. I, I don't know. No, that's not like part of your identity. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I, I tell people I'm from here. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. So who else is coming up from Vancouver that is notable in your mind in the, in the comedy scene? Um, I mean, Sophie Buttle, uh, my old roommate, she's like funny as fuck. Um, Sophie Buttle. Right? Yeah, she's always at Yucks now because she, she signed with Yucks, but. Um, Whoa, signed with Yucks? Yeah, so Yuck Yucks as a co- Canadian comic, you like sign with them so that you only work with them. Oh, it's kind of it's kind of is that a common it's thing? It's kind of whack, but no, yeah, it's like a no, it's not a common thing. That's but ridiculous. in Canada, Canadian comedy, you sign with Yucks and then they'll like tour you to all their Yuck Yucks and stuff. But I think it's pretty stupid. Ridiculous. I, I never wanted to do that, but what the hell is that? That's so trash. That yeah. limits you so much. Um, yeah, club wise, but I think it's I think it can be good if you're like in the states and then you because then they'll just book all your shit and you can come back. Yeah, okay. I like I think that's helpful, but um but yeah, she's all she's over yucky. She's so funny. Um uh she's probably my favorite. And then other than that, I'm not sure cuz I'm not really in the scene anymore. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Now blew up on us. Yeah, I'm uh cuz I'm just like not around watching his shows right. here. So I don't know who's been killing it. I used to really like my friend Ashcon, but he uh he disappeared. I don't know where he's at. Oh. He's like alive somewhere, but like he just stopped doing stand-up. Like sometimes people just don't stop. See, that's another thing too. Like comics are weird people. The comics are weird people. Like the comics, like sure. you're a professional comic, you're a different type of human, you know. Sure. Like they're and quite often like super dark, you know, like that comes from like a weird place. But like, I don't know, like you seem like a very grounded person. You like you said if you don't do comedy for a couple of days, you'll be depressed or whatever right but like you seem very level-headed i mean i get caught up in like all this all the you know yeah insecure but what you know but what is i'm not gonna open reveal my (laughs) yeah okay i think i said enough (laughs) yeah yeah. no for sure no i get it i get it you said that you've said before that you're um comfy but not necessarily confident I get a super confident vibe from you. I, I, like, you don't think you're confident in what you do? Um, I don't know. I think it goes back and forth. But I mean, like, I don't know. No matter what, I'm, like, comfortable. Yeah. So, like, I don't always know if things are going to work. Yeah. You just do them. Yeah. Damn. How do you, like, there's a, if there's a moment on stage like when you bomb right after that, like you, you tell a joke, it misses. You tell another joke, it misses. What goes through your head right now? Well, something I've realized, which is I'm trying to get better at, is that like sometimes this shit doesn't work. Like, especially in a longer set, like people don't notice. Like people wouldn't notice if something didn't work unless I like mentioned it. Right. Right. You bring attention to it. Yeah. So like you kind of just have to just move on. Yeah. So. But then I think that is like makes you seem more comfortable because you're like, oh, he doesn't. He doesn't care. Yeah, 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 crazy. Okay, don't. Dude, I kind of want to come out and see you again tonight. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'd say the same thing. Yeah. Anyways, um, so you're going to come back once after, after this, after your little birthday weekend at the, the Comedy Mix. Are you going to be coming back at all? Or are you just kind of, like you said, it's policies and you're going to be grinding down there in L.A. I got to go get a, a flight to go see you. 
Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm gonna try to not come back. Thanks, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I'm not. I'm gonna try to stay away for a while. Fair enough, man. I don't want to overuse the back in town thing. Yeah. Yeah. Once a year. I mean, I gotta see my mom. Right. So maybe more than that. Yeah. I don't know. It's a cheap flight, but. You just don't want to like, do it. I don't like people are, you know. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Well, um, anytime you do, you know, we'll make sure to put, to, to, to put it out. I don't even know you're in town this weekend, so we'll, we'll try to plug it and, and get people out there because you're like, and I've seen a lot of comics from Vancouver and you're kind of the only one that's doing something different and unique and like you're experimenting and comfortable and also on a high level and I think that that's super recognizable. Like you've been on, like again, you've won contests and, and, and awards and things like that, but like also just the recognition. Like, I don't know how you feel about it of what your biggest achievement is, but like to me, like Bill Burr putting you on or just even selecting you, like to me that's the highest of the highs. You know what I mean? To get yeah. that kind of like respect from a seasoned comic. What's your like number one achievement in your mind? I don't know. I haven't got it yet. I haven't got it yet? Yeah. What's your goal? I'm going to jinx it. <laughs> All right. I mean, I don't have a big goal. Like, I have, like, I have, like, plans. Like, I have, like, I have, like, five-year plans. I work in five years, so I'm on my second. Second five-year plan. So you must have just wrote that out. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I want to do, like, a Comedy Central half hour next year. Yeah, hell yeah. But um, but yeah, so that's right now. It seems like the only thing that's achievable on my list. There's a ton that is. So listen, man, I'm uh, I'm happy to have gotten you while you're in town because it sounds like you will not be in town for quite some time, which is cool. Go do your thing. Um, just uh, you know, keep coming back and doing those. I'm back home sets because okay. they matter, man. And like. Vancouver might not fully be behind you now, but I guarantee you, you come back another six months, another eight months, another 12 months, like they will be. And like, that's cool. It's just, it's the nature of the city. It's the nature of the country, as you said. Like, we don't like to get behind things until they're cool. And like, and so that's why this was important to me, where it's just like, yeah, I wanna like, I don't wanna hit Gavin in like, in 12 months or in six months. Like, I don't, I don't wanna do that. Like, I would love to, but I wanna just like have been there you know, for the process, because that's like what matters. And that's what self-fired on a whole is, right? It's like literally taking that step and being like, no, I'm going to be a comic. Cool. And I'm going to like continue to do that regardless. Like, I couldn't even imagine, like if I like told my mom, like, mom, I'm going to be a comic. She would be like, you know, I couldn't even imagine that, you know, like I couldn't imagine what the conversation was like for you and your mom, you know? I don't remember. You don't remember? Uh, I just started doing it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You just went for it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I can't. Those are leaps of faith that every entrepreneur, every person that is, you know, self-hired has to take and has to go through. And, and that moment of disbelief and then still, like, it's almost like a dysphoria. It's almost like a delusion for a long time. You know, like going to those open mic sets, going to, you know, again, like three people in the crowd. That's crazy. But it feels like now from, a, again, a consumer perspective, like 
I don't think, I know that you don't have this perspective, but I don't think you can necessarily fail in a way. You've gained so much momentum and like just based off of your personality and how you're going to continue to attack things and you're like, well, it's like, what now? So based off that and just based off those milestones you've had thus far, it's like, yeah, Gavin's gone. Like, yeah, like he's, like he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, those are all good things to hear, but. Hell yeah, bro. Anyways, I, hope, man. I hope so. Dope, man. I appreciate you stopping by. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. It was a dope little conversation. I hope man. I don't sound like a fucking, like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, we can edit. We can edit. No, you're good. You're yeah. good. It's, uh, I, I hope it. I sound oh, articulate and well-spoken. Do you have to sound articulate and well-spoken as a comic? Yeah. Really? You got to enunciate. I hope I never, I hope I didn't mumble. Nah, I'm a mumble king. That's okay. A, yeah. Well, thank you for having me, man. Yeah, anyway, anytime, man. Anyways, that's a wrap, and thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you next time.